0: Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live, Chris Edmond, Travis Farrell, Chris Gardner, and the great Dr. Ed Mignaco. Hit it, Gardner! Two can play that game. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor Ed. is in. Uh, Dr. Ed's from Hillside Animal Hospital. He joins us each and every week for dogs on film. Check out hillsideanimalhospital.net for more information. I take my dogs there, you take your dogs there. That's how that works. He supports us, you support him. Uh, We were just talking about this we got target practice coming up Thursday 8 o'clock in the Grove Dr. Ed may try and swing by I just found this out. So it's kind of funny. So we've got eight comics performing Uh, They go up against each other. It's tournament style We do have a couple in there they're on different sides of the bracket. Can you imagine a couple? Roasting each other because in the finals you roast each other so technically at target practice Thursday night in the Grove we could have a couple roasting each other. That'd be really good. Do you good. like that? I like yeah. that. idea. Yeah. Sam Lyons and Meredith Hopping are in it. They also work together, so that could be funny. They do a lot of stuff together. And I just found out uh, that Lucia, who's from Chicago, used to be in a youth group uh, that Meredith Hopping was the leader of in Chicago. Shut up. This is getting funnier by the minute. Oh, that's hilarious. So, uh, looking forward to that. Come out and see all the uh, the funny pairings and everything else. That's target practice. Thursday. At, pew, uh, pew,
1: pew. There
0: it is at uh, Atomic Cowboy. We were talking about bad jobs. Doctor Ed, you ever had a bad job?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, several. <laughs> I used to work at Uncle Bill's Pancake House uh, d- as a dishwasher. Believe it or not, not as a server or anything, but as a dishwasher. See,
0: I'm surprised to hear that. I didn't realize that they'd been rocking and rolling. Oh yeah, since was, you would have been dishwasher. This was in the mid '70s.
1: Yeah. Wow. So was it rowdy you, back then? Yeah. What didn't you like oh. about it? Oh, God, I mean, it was just a dirty job, seriously, yeah. as a dishwasher. Yeah, I mean, I never, you know, I never got to go out and see the public, but I mean, but it got crazy, at, you know, having the bars closed, you know, but then oh. it, it got fun, though. After the, after the bar rush was all done, you know, we would get to eat something, and the cooks a lot of time would let us cook our own food. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll oh, have a little dope. fun, yeah. Huh.
0: Did you, did you ever wash dishes at the restaurant,
1: Travis?
2: Uh, I think that way, yeah, I think when I was at Old Chicago, because I was, like I said, you were... Like we were just saying uh, before we went live, that like money for a college student was like breathing. And so, like, how are you going to get drunk? Like, and then every opportunity you had, like, even you, like, all right, so I don't have classes on Tuesday and Thursday. So, you would take whatever shift, no matter what was available, whether it was serving, hosting, uh, bus boy, you know, dishwasher, if it was available and they were going to pay you for it, you would volunteer. Because that's how badly we needed or wanted money back then. So, yeah, I did everything in the service industry. I've done. I can literally say I've done everything in the service industry, and I, I love it for the experience, but right. hate it just like just how it made me hate human beings.
1: That'll happen. <laughs> that will definitely. I don't, happen. I don't think I could do a serve. I don't think I could be a waiter.
2: It's a. It's it's fine. The job obviously is very easy, isn't complicated, but. Uh, the people you come across. Got to be able to deal people got, with people. And people are very, I really don't think folks realize how
0: awful they are when they go out and well, public. People that would never bother you, speak down to you, yes. or anything in yes. any other situation, ever. period, will take liberty and sometimes talk down to you. And it messes with you because you're like, if I wasn't wearing this apron, right. and you spoke to me like this right. in any other setting, right. we both know. That there would be some caveman, take your dinner yeah. situation things happening right now. But at the end of the day, I would say the majority of people are pretty cool. It's the small percentage that will send you into a tail Yeah, that's
2: true. Just, yeah. You can have a night where you've had nice 15 to 16 tables. Yep. 14 of them are awesome, and it's two of them that just drives you up the wall. I guess I just saw a side of of people I didn't really knew know existed in like in the general public. like People are whatever... Behind closed doors. But I just never imagined in such a public setting people behaving so poorly.
1: I, I've never... Uh, I've always hated those tables that just sit there. And, mm. you know, they were done with dinner two hours ago. Mm-hmm. And yet they're still sitting there. I mean, that's... And, you know, and there's people lined up at the door. door. And they just still sit there.
2: I, I, I am very... I think, like I said, it was one of those shocking moments as a guy growing up realizing, Oh, adults... Are 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 idiots as well, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like for like Selfish. being in college. You're just like, whoa, 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 what? Adults are stupid
0: assholes. This is weird. And as <laughs> as wait, staff, you can get way too entitled too. That that happens. Where there were get, our moments. Yeah, you get so. on a streak and you kind of you have a few good or you your years into the game and you are doing good and you think you're still doing good, but you kind of forget that you're there to wait on people and to take care of people and maybe you're getting a little short with them. Maybe doing that, and then all of a sudden you're throwing a fit if you get a 19% tip. You know what I mean? So uh, we've been there. I was watching too. sports SportsCenter. What do you want me to do? That's <laughs> true. Uh, so Dr. Yako joins us each and every week. Uh, we play some dogs on film, which we will do today. I did want to touch base. Colton Wong's got a gold glove. Yeah. The Blues have uh, pulled off some uh, fun shenanigans recently. Blue, uh, Billikens kicked off last night. Continue to be MLS talk, but I do want to ask you three in particular. Uh, NFL grumblings. <laughs> This is the home of the Battle Hawks now, and now the NFL talk. This is a, a rumor from Vinny Bonsignor out of L.A., but would you be excited if the San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, became the St. Louis Chargers?
2: Wait, what did Vinny say? He
0: said the league is discuss- – oh, you're not on Twitter. I was like – I figured I, – I was waiting for you to finish what I was saying. No, I didn't know He's saying league sources have said there have been discussions about the Chargers in London, and St. Louis.
3: Well, and to be clear, Vinny didn't mention St. Louis. Okay, that was another report. Got it. Another reporter.
0: Okay. My mistake. Um, on top of that, Spanos has then come out and said that's an F and lie. You know, these are all this is BS. But that may not it may be true, may not because there could the league could be kicking tires. Either way, would you accept it if the Chargers or another uh, team came to St. Louis?
1: I, I would accept it. I'm not overly excited about the idea. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can kind of give or take, you know, an NFL team here in St. Louis. I mean, I do enjoy watching, but...
0: One more point there. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: It does like we're holding one of the,
2: like... All right, you get the other end, Dr. Red. All right, you go. Ah! Uh...
1: You i like we're Power Rangers. No, <laughs> Doctor it's like, I have a
0: doctorate. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, one of the you reason- come on
3: this show, you turn into an idiot like the rest of yes. us. Welcome to the ball
0: game. True. One of the reasons being that the NFL is going to get shellacked in this lawsuit, and things continue to uh, progress in the favor of our uh, our region, I guess you could say. And there's going to be discovery. And a lot of other things. So they think, this has been surmised, that potentially giving a franchise back to the city would kind of make that go away. That's what I've read. I, I
2: tried to, I've, I've heard this. I haven't taken a deep dive for several reasons. It does sound like like unverified sources and a lot of internet talk. I I will say that they absolutely have a problem with the Chargers in L.A. So the Chargers being in L.A. long term just doesn't seem like it's going to work because they are struggling. They are struggling right now to sell uh, their portion of the PSLs to help fund what is now turning into a three billion dollar stadium in Inglewood. So their their chances of staying in L.A. does seem very small. San Diego has said, look. If you want to come back, come back on your own accord, but we ain't paying a single dollar or a public dime to bring you back to San Diego. I London seems far-fetched and seems like a very expensive prospect, and that's something that I would imagine the players' union would have a say in because guys live in another country and that travel. So that seems pretty much far out. St. Louis... Makes sense, but it would, I don't know, even with what's going on in the courts, would still be enough for the league to come back to St. Louis. I just, it just I, I find it, it would be the biggest shock I can recall in the last 20 years in American sports if the NFL were to return back to St. Louis.
1: I don't know much about the lawsuit happening, but is it is it the NFL on the hook or is it Stan Cronkey on the hook?
2: Both right now. Both right the NFL owners and Cronkey would be on the hook.
0: I'm uneducated, but whatever keeps happening ever
2: it's like, oh The Supreme <laughs> oh, Court why? kicked it back and then they when it's kinda of what people thought was going to happen, but it, it's right now the appellate courts have upheld everything in favor of the city of St. Louis and former PSL owners. So this, if I'm not mistaken, I think St. Louis is like 6-0 and so far in these court cases. They haven't lost yet. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to be enough to trigger a settlement where that means...
3: There would have to be a ton of assurances.
2: Would, you, would it not, Gartner? Would it have to be a situation I where... I was just
3: laughing because you're like, St. Louis is 6-0 and oh so far. You're like breaking it down like you're on the pregame show. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I am. A... <laughs> what are the odds St. Louis stays undefeated for the entire season? <laughs>
2: but I think I think even with everything, the momentum that has gone the way in the courts, I just don't see a scenario logistically, legitimately, where the NFL returns back to St. Louis. Well, oh, and I'm biased. I want no part of them. But if there are all insurances and they were to foot the bill and that means that the nope, that the NFL is like, look, cost you nothing, we'll bring NFL back here. No. Nope. Where we don't have to pull up public funding and whatever it costs to get the stadium ready again. Nope. NFL foots the bill. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Absolutely, yes.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely. You, say, you say it is won't this not happen or you don't
0: want it. Well, don't want it. it. Is this like Geico or Allstate? Who insurance
3: Number is one, that? even if they said that and you were able to work that out initially, why would you believe that's how it would conclude in the end? You can't. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> you can't. But I tell you what. I appreciate your honor. But I tell you, you
2: what, if it again doesn't come at a cost, and that's a huge if, so that means it won't happen, but if it comes at a cost, what the hell not? Why the hell not?
3: Because I don't believe that that
2: would be the case
3: in the end. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah. That's fair. city's already out money. They're not going to put out yes,
2: yeah, 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 the city doesn't have money. But if you were to say to the city, look, all right, it costs you nothing to bring back the charges so whatever it costs will fit the bill.
3: I'd rather just have that lawsuit money than
0: them. You want the glory of them being exposed, though, right? You're That's not going to get that, though.
2: I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you in that. I would love for those guys to have to say a lot of things under oath. And So, but I just that then because of that, well, I'd, it I'd won't pre- happen.
3: I'd prefer the money though,
2: than uh, under oath. You don't want the humiliation.
3: I mean, that's fine. But if you're gonna get the city more money, than something we need, right? Then why would you just go straight yeah, for the... the trolleys We could put in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. No, I think no you're that. we're, that. That. we're talking that. hyperloop the... in this in this right, state now. Point. Come on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know.
2: I I think being an NFL city is still uh, worth a lot to a lot of people. And while I understand Gartner's take because I would also be very fed up with what the city has gone through and what the NFL has done to the well, city. Just, and what the NFL no matter represents what now. What they
3: say, I just you can't trust right. them. So, I mean.
2: So, but yeah, I would would you not want to be in an NFL city again?
0: If it was under the right terms, sure, yeah. that's fine. I think that's the I only mean, way it works. I'm I'm not going to say like go out of your way for them. But no. At the same time, I'm like, I don't know. It makes things more interesting. I don't.
3: I just don't. Th- and I know what you're saying under the right terms. I just don't believe those terms. Will that come about. even if you got the right terms, mm-hmm. that you could trust that those terms would be abided. By. Well, that's yeah. fair. That's no, fair. And that's, that's fair. why I don't think oh, that's that fair. I don't think that exists. Okay. is the deal.
2: No, that's a good point. That's actually a very good point. I can see there's nothing about the NFL owners that makes yeah. me think that they're trustworthy individuals. <laughs> there is next to nothing. No. I yeah. I'm maybe. Sheed conned down in Jacksonville, maybe, hmm. but I would probably say that every, <laughs> in the words of Chris Gardner, dirty rat bastards, <laughs> those NFL owners. Lousy. Uh, lousy, excuse me, apologies.
0: For a guy that loves having a football team in Jacksonville, uh, he does have first right of refusal to uh, taking his team to London, so don't forget that.
2: Oh, that's right, that's right. He would be first in line if there was time to go so that even
0: route. old Sheed is... Uh,
2: and look, Jacksonville—they have actually laid the groundwork in London. Like people, actually, there are actual like a Jacksonville Jaguar fan base in London. So at least they will have something to start with if they were to go. Nobody's cheering on the Chargers That's in freaking so interesting London. Interesting
0: to me. I get it from a cultural standpoint that like, okay, there's people America, England. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of crossover, right? Right. Uh, but man, the the travel—the travel seems awful. Right. We got a friend B. doing it right now.
2: That just seems miserable to be able to do on a. throughout what four, I mean, four five months go, of the
0: season. They'd
1: have you'd have to plan it. I mean. What
0: and what about taxes and like well,
1: how does that work? That out, you'd have to play a couple games in a row at home. I I would think. Yeah, you can't for go sure. Every other weekend. Right. Right. right yeah, exactly. Be like on the road. Like right. Stay, like
2: literally like do on like the road. Like
0: baseball teams do, like do a West Coast swing. Or right, right. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean. Because you can't. Yeah, to Dr. X point, you can't like do week two. In London, and then week three in San Diego. Diego. Yeah, that would just be insane.
0: Right. Hmm. Well, we'll let them figure it out.
2: Hopefully, Dr. Ed will lean on his people Mm -hmm. to make sure a deal happens. Yeah, I
0: think that's... uh, After they
1: get the soccer thing all straightened out.
0: (laughs) One professional league at a time. What if Jack Dorsey bought the Chargers for $3.5 billion? Dorsey has the money.
2: If Dorsey bought it, I would... Damn
0: it, that'd be dope. Thanks for sharing the show. William.
2: Black Twitter actually being in the NFL. Finally, we made it.
0: Mm. You did it. Mom, no, we thanks. made it. <laughs> uh, it's about to be cold. It's already cold. Any quick winter tips for pet owners? I mean, it's always the simple stuff, right? Make sure they've got cover. I, I don't know people that keep, like, I know farm dogs that would sleep in a barn or something, but do we know, are people that leave their dogs out in the elements or pets out in the elements, are they, do they exist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, seriously. This is and a now, problem.
1: That's Gateway deals with a lot of that, you know, and I and yeah. I need to localize it. But, you know, uh, Gateway's focus area is on the east side, so that's obviously where we deal with it. But uh, It's more congruent concept.
0: with socioeconomic. Like, if you're not doing that great and you yeah, have a dog. People adult. love
1: their pets just as much as everybody yeah. else. It's just right. that sometimes they just can't have them in the house. And, uh, and yeah. Gateway will do everything possible to help them. Saturday, they had a, a big straw giveaway. They really? That's so giveaway. dope. They just put it out on a text alert. And I mean, you can't believe how many people showed up. They gave away like three t- uh, trailer fulls full of straw. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Even
0: as simple as that can make simple a huge as, difference. Oh, yeah. I've seen that uh, dogs can be out in like negative oh, temperatures yeah. if they really? have. Really? Even just a lean-to and a cover. If they're out of the wind, they can keep themselves pretty warm. Interesting. I didn't
1: realize that. Yeah. A little bit of trivia. Do you know the Obviously, you know the band Three Dog Night? You uh-huh. Know, you know what that refers to? No.
2: Yep. I don't. I do. What is it?
1: It's the Eskimos and the, and the and the sled dogs. If it was so cold, you would sleep with your dogs, and if it's a really cold night, it means it's a three dog night to stay warm. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, <laughs> if you've ever camped and it's under
0: fifty degrees out, you are fighting over who gets the dog in their sleeping bag. Like it's, it gets brutal
1: out there. Now we're we talking. Your dating life, or you? Hey, hey, look out now,
0: <laughs> Doctor Ed. You you want a round at, uh, at target practice Thursday night?
3: Ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If I get to Rose Gardner and his Rotten Tomatoes.
3: Yeah, if you just do Rotten Tomatoes jokes. <laughs> oh, man. Just, everybody's like, this is brutal. This man hates it. Why does he hate Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes so damn
4: much?
0: Uh, Gardner, you and... Uh, <laughs> That's personal. <laughs> you and associate producer Sean... Oh, boy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's put got a title together. now. Uh, I would love to uh, let you take it away, sir. Let's do some dogs on film.
2: And it it's time for dogs... On film.
3: <laughs> yeah, all right. Got a little game. I love that title, Cart, because
2: it's Dogs on Film. Mm-hmm. But it's not really Dogs on
3: Film. No, that's right. It's, what do we say now? On film. film. That's where the on, film. on film. These are movies.
2: These are movies. Yep. I think that's it. There it is. There it is. Is. Thank you, Dr. Ed. That's pretty much it. I can be pretty creative at times.
3: (laughs) So uh, these movies, we got six of them. Okay. We pair them up into three sets. We pit one against another. You have to guess which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. If you get it right, you get a point. So you can max out at three points in in those first six movies. We have a seventh movie. Um, that one you don't guess which one is a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. You have to guess its actual score. So if we use that seventh one as a tiebreaker, which we do, you have to guess closest to the actual score. Mm. Now, sometimes we have themes. It could be an overarching theme. Yeah. Or it could be a theme for each pairing. Amen. Or it could be both. It could be both. I will tell you this. Each one of these pairings has a movie involving Robert De Niro in it. Oh. Within the pairings. Now, there's also themes within each pairing. The first theme, Once Upon a Time. Oh. Once Upon a Time. All right. The second theme is political movies. Oh. And the third theme Stand-up comedy. Oh. Involving... Each movie involves uh, stand-up comedy in the storyline.
1: Yeah, when I think of stand-up comedy, I think of
3: Robert De Niro. I always. do as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you might. you talking to me. And actually, there were several options to use for you Robert guess. De Niro yes. with that one, and I I'm went with true. one. Um, so those are your themes for today. And the last one is just... It's a De Niro film. So those are the themes. Now, my friend Sean, he... uh. He and I get together once a week, and he voices some brief descriptions for these movies in case you haven't seen them to kind of help you out a little bit, some of the details of the storyline, the plot, and the actors, characters involved. And we chit-chat a little bit about his life and his past life as well along the way. Also, to let you know if you've gotten it right or wrong, I might tell just one person or the group or just two people. You'll hear a couple of things. If I want to tell you... You got it right, you're going to hear... Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. If you got it wrong... (laughs) You don't Mm. want to hear that one. Mm -mm -mm. Are we ready to play? We're ready! So...
1: We need a sound effect for when we totally disagree with Rotten Tomatoes.
3: Oh, we do. I think it's... How do we make the sound effect of Dr. Ed staring through me? Right. (laughs) Hans Zimmer could uh, make something really deep and haunting. Okay. All right, Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time is your first theme. Ready? Let's say hello to Sean.
4: Here we go. How was your visit this weekend?
3: Fantastic. Really? How's mom and dad? Good. Good, good. The highlight was I got to sing Here I Am, Lord, in church. Here I am, Lord.
4: I'm Catholic, we sing there. It was in a Catholic church. Oh, Jesus. I never have to go to church again. The priest told me that. Because when I was in church restoration, I was in church five days a week from nine to five. Three years. You were a church restorer? I was, with old German people. We traveled the country, we were doing Catholic churches. It's my time in the church world. Okay, ready? Once upon a oh, time God. in America. What? 1984, drama crime, three hours, 49 minutes. In 1968, the elderly David Noodles Aronson, Robert De Niro, returns to New York, where he had, where he had a career in the criminal underground in the 20s and 30s. Most of his old friends, like longtime partner Max, James Woods, are long gone. Yet he feels his past is unresolved. Told in Flashbacks, the film Flashbacks, the film follows noodles from a tough kid in the Jewish slums of New York's Lower East Side through his rise to bootlegger and then Mafia Boss. A journey marked by violence, betrayal, and remorse.
3: All right. Once upon a time in America, is your first one.
4: Your second one. Once upon a time in Hollywood, 2019, drama, thriller, two hours, forty minutes. Actor Rick Rick Dalton, Leonardo DiCaprio, gained fame and fortune by starring in a 1950s television western, but is now struggling to find meaningful work in a Hollywood that he doesn't recognize anymore. He spends most of his time drinking and palling around with Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt, his easygoing best friend and longtime stunt double. Rick also happens to live next door to Roman Polanski, Rafael Zeweret. Ta-ta. And Sharon Tate, Margot Robbie, the filmmaker and budding actress whose futures will forever be altered by members of the Manson family. Well, when did that come out last year? I didn't even hear about it. wasn't a blockbuster, now, was it? Yet got quite the cast. I did not see it. Are you f***ing serious? Yes. This is the movie where you stood me up. We were supposed to go
3: see it together. Uh, oh.
4: This is the one you stood me up for. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot all about it. That's why I never seen it. I never heard of it. That's why I stood you up. You son of a b- <laughs> What a jerk. That is a jerk.
3: Wow, what is this movie? Oh, this sounds like
2: something I would be interested in watching. Yeah, we
3: were supposed to see it. Yeah, oh. oh. At 11 o'clock on Saturday morning at the chase. It's fucked up. He never showed up, so I saw it by myself. Hmm. And then wanted to smoke for two hours and 40 minutes. Damn mm. it. All right, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood against Once Upon a Time in America. Who would like to go first? That is interesting.
2: I've uh, I've heard mixed reviews about Tarantino's latest project. I have not seen it myself. Uh, And I think Once Upon a Time in America is just an all-time classic. I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in America.
0: (sighs) Once
3: Upon a Time in America.
1: I'll buck the trend. I'll go Hollywood.
3: Interesting. Okay. Dr. Ed. Out on the lam with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> An 85 for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm, let's go with movie. An 86 for Once Upon a Time oh, in America.
0: Wow. Mm, look how, look, he diabolically just peering over here at you. Look mm. at him. He said, he to set me up. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. couldn't
3: even look at me. Yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't want to look at me. Uh-uh. And maybe it's for the best, too, because he might want to hurt me. All right, so one apiece for Chris and Travis, Dr. Ed playing some ketchup as he is zero after the first round. Are you ready for your second pairing? Okay. Okay. These are political
4: movies, election
3: movies, too. So here you go. Here's your first one.
4: Next up, Power. 1986. Drama. Political drama. One hour 51 minutes. Once noble media consultant Pete St. John, Richard Gere, is now employed by a number of corrupt politicians. A potential client is Jerome Cade, T.J. Walsh, J.T. Walsh, a businessman who wants to run for the U.S. Senate. St. John begins to suspect that Cade may have significant dark secrets and starts investigating. This causes conflict with Arnold Billing, Denzel Washington, a ruthless member of Cade's staff. Meanwhile, St. John's former friend and partner, Wilford, Gene Hackman, questions his motives. Motives. I got the comm. You got the comm. I wonder if this the first time Denzel and Gene ever worked together. Chemistry. Boom. Just like that.
3: Just like that. Chris and Ty was
2: the last time they were in a film together, right?
3: The last time. We were wondering if this was the first time. Uh,
2: I didn't know Denzel was in that. So, I need to check that film out. I don't think I've seen that.
3: Power. Richard Gere. J.T. Walsh. I'm going to say that sounds like a hell of a Denzel ass. Washington, Gene Hackman.
2: Give me, I got to get in on that. I got to check that out. I ain't seen that. So power is that one.
4: Going against. Next we have Wag the Dog, 1997. Political drama, comedy, one hour, 50 minutes. Two weeks prior to re-election, United States President Michael Belson lands in the middle of a sex scandal. In need of outside help to quell the situation, presidential advisor Winifred Ames, and heck, Enlist the expertise of spin doctor Conrad B- Breen, Robert De Niro who decides to distract a distraction is best course of action Breen approaches Hollywood producer Stanley Moss Mots, Justin Hoffman to help him fabricate a war with Albania and once underway, the duo has a media entirely focused on the war Have you ever thought of running for public office? No, I have not I could see you as mayor Mayor of Drunky Town? <laughs> 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 That's the other place I'd run Drunky Town <laughs> dun, 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 Don't you take me to uh, dun, 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 Drunky Town with <laughs>
2: song Trump continues
0: to amaze me wow. what
2: an amazing human being
3: what an amazing human being I need to find him today and, and video him and ask him what his worst job was yeah he's like right, <laughs> right now <laughs>
0: um I'll go first I saw Wag the Dog in theaters when I was too young to understand how uh, how good it was I think and uh I'm gonna go with Wag the Dog and um Okay. Uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this power. Okay. Yeah, I'd like ca- the cast.
2: I have not seen Power. I have seen Wag the Dog. And I feel like like a very segment of Hollywood really loves that movie, so that probably bumps up the Rotten Tomato score. So I'm gonna go Wag the Dog. Chris and Travis. It's a movie
3: about the movie industry with Wag the Dog. <laughs> Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Oh, Kristen Travis now with two apiece. Doctor Ed, difficult right now with mm. zero. Mm. Um, wag the dog, eighty-five. Power fifty. Fifty for power. I still, I have not seen it, but I, I uh, just with that cast alone, I the might. Cast try along the that. premise,
2: yeah. The cast along the premise makes you think. All right, even if it isn't good. It shouldn't be that bad with I'll that probably cast. probably at least enjoy
3: it for a little bit Right, of time. It's going to be hard not It'll be to. it would
2: be fun to see a younger Denzel, a younger Gene Hack, but I'm mm-hmm. sure. So I'm
3: sure that'll be a good entertainment value. All right. So we head into our final pairing. Okay. Stand Up Comedy. Oh, this is good. Is central to the plots of each of these next movies. Of course, one of them will have Robert De Niro in it as well. So here's your first one.
4: Mad Dog and Glory, 1993, crime comedy drama, 1 hour 40 minutes. Wayne Doby, Robert De Niro, is a shy cop whose low-key demeanor has earned him the affectionate nickname Mad Dog. After Mad Dog saves the life of Frank Milo, Bill Murray, a crime boss and aspiring stand-up comedian, he's offered the company of an attractive young waitress named Glory, Uma Thurman, for a week. At first, both are uneasy about the arrangement, but they eventually fall in love. However, their situation becomes complicated when Milo demands Glory back. All right. Here's your first one, Bad okay. Dog and Glory. Going against... And then we have Punchline. 1988 comedy drama drama. Two hours, eight minutes. Leela Christic, Leela Crystic Sally Field is a mother and housewife who's always believed she could be stand-up comedian. Steve Gold, Tom Hanks is an experienced stand-up seemingly on the cusp of success. When the two meet they form an unlikely friendship and Steve tries to help the untried Le- Leela develop her stage act. Despite the objections of her family and some very wobbly beginnings, Leela improves. And soon she finds herself competing with Stephen for a coveted television spot. That's very expensive exercise bike. Oh, what's her name thinks she's going to start exercising. Well, it was on the it was in the alley behind the uh, you know very exclusive Maryland Avenue, Central West End. Some rich folks said, "That I don't need this coat rack anymore." So you decided to go dumpster diving for it? No, I happened to be in a car. Put it in the car because oh, what's her name could never do it.
3: All right, so we have Punchline versus Mad Dog and Glory. I've not seen any of these movies.
1: I'll get my wrong answer out of the way first. I'll go with uh, uh, Mad Dog and Glory. I'll
0: just
3: go with Punchline.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to win it
2: now. I'll go Mad Dog and Glory.
3: You're going Mad Dog and Glory, Travis. Yeah, I'm
2: glad for I want to win it right <coughs>
3: now. Dr. Ed, you're going Mad Dog and Glory too. correct? Yes. All right. Those that have selected Mad Dog and Glory.
4: Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog.
3: Mad Dog and Glory, a 77 Punchline of 56. Nice. Travis wins The a sweep. Dogs on film. Or on film. On film. It's probably a dog in the background somewhere. Three, four, three. Yeah, it's somewhere it's in probably the somewhere in those movies.
0: Yeah. I think it was Punchline I haven't seen if I've seen it it's been 30 years. Uh I want to say they were just talking about this on a podcast was Ed Norton in
3: Punchline at all? Mm, I'm not sure.
0: Somebody, whatever it was, somebody was on a podcast talking about Punchline, and uh, Maren was laughing because all the comics were like, yeah, you know how like in Punchline, whenever all the comics go to the comic locker room after a show. <laughs> <the> locker room? <laughs> I want to say it was Punchline. There was a locker room what scene would, in Punchline? There haven't been that many stand-up comedy movies, right? Like that would. But that was a,
2: somebody at that part, and you say it came out in the late 80s? Yeah. Someone at some point would have said, hey, that ain't a thing.
3: Like there's
2: a locker room singing a punchline. George oh, Collin and Andrew Dice, Dice
3: Clay talent off after their sets.
2: <laughs> oh, if there's that. I'm looking it up on YouTube later. If that's now
3: the there were two options actually for uh, De Niro because he was also in a movie called The Comedian. He was, yeah, and so that came had, out a handful of years ago, didn't it? It Jer-
1: was that Jerry Lewis, or
3: it was no, 2016. So that was recent, yeah. So I could have done doubled up on De Niro there, but I was trying to keep the system intact. But uh, so. Travis wins it. The uh, themes with uh, Robert De Niro involved in each movie. Do you guys want to have the? Uh he wasn't in. in
1: so that second, in the second grouping, he wasn't in the one movie though, was he? Am I wrong?
3: He was in Wag the Dog.
1: But not the, not the second
3: one. Correct. Power he Power was Power. only in one of the movies in each pairing.
1: Ah.
0: Um, so okay. it was it was the movie punchline because that's like a wildly. It is? Uh, very upsetting thing. to comedians like well, what? Now There's I want to no see such that. Thing as a locker room and a I just want to see the locker you room. Too. Too. I just so want to see this locker room. So. Best.
3: Let's do best locker room scenes as <laughs> <It's> Hey, <laughs> put punchline <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> yeah,
2: say put that in your Google box. Good luck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every club's like if you've ever been in a green room at a club, not necessarily a theater. Theater probably has way more room too, but because real estate, real estate, so you, you basically get a closet with a bathroom in it. Is a green, and I'm talking like. Decent-sized clubs. I'm sure some are better than others, but, I mean, closet with a bathroom and a table in there? A closet big enough for a couch? And a, it's, it's small. So That's pretty funny. Gardner, great
4: work. Do we want to do the tiebreaker? Let's do it.
3: All right. This would have been the tiebreaker. Here you go
4: tiebreaker. And now, the tiebreaker. Last Vegas! 2013. Comedy. Two hours. Aging pals Billy, Michael Douglas, Patty, Robert De Niro, Archie, Morgan Freeman, and Sam, Kevin Klein, have been best friends since childhood. When Billy finally proposes to his much younger girlfriend, all four friends go to Las Vegas to celebrate the end of Billy's longtime bachelorhood and relive their glory days. However, the four quickly realize that the intervening decades have changed Sin City and tested their friendship in ways they had not imagine. Well, I guess that's time for me to go to the bathroom, huh? Yeah, you gotta catch a you gotta okay, catch a ride. I don't want to make you walking this weather. Kathy, yeah. come drive this kid. Come on. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right.
2: That's outstanding.
3: Last Vegas is the movie. I, I, I do wonder. I
2: I am very curious as to how those level of actors are paid because I feel like there had to have been like that that shoot had to be like two weeks for like ten million dollars, right? Like you look at a movie with those kind of actors, you have to go. What would it take for Robert De Niro, and Morgan Freeman to do a film called Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. So I just want to see. Taxes getting, getting that's what I'm paid, saying. Right? Like I'm curious. Like okay, they probably got an awesome suite in Vegas while they were filming, and again, probably they're, sh- they're probably shooting maybe four or five hours a day for two three weeks. Because I'm just trying to understand how do you. How does Robert did De Niro hear, say yes to that?
0: Did you hear that oh, uh, as, uh, I guess Robert De Niro is going through a pretty filthy divorce right, right now. And he did, <laughs> allegedly in like a restaurant, he was heard like getting into a, a verbal altercation with his like, soon to be ex-wife saying, right. uh, if you wouldn't have spent all my money, I wouldn't have to do all these terrible movies. Like, have you heard that rumor? Oh, that's outstanding. Like, but that man. happened
1: in like a meltdown. Like,
2: I, I, but that's the only way I just want to understand how like Morgan Freeman Probably doesn't need to work another day in his life.
1: I don't think any of those four probably do. Right. So I'm curious
2: as to what gets you out of bed for that movie. It has to be an exorbitant amount of money for as little as work possible. Okay. Just making sure. I just, I'm so fascinated by that. That movie's got to be a 20%.
1: Who got the biggest paycheck? Oh, it's got to be De Niro. De Niro. De Niro. No doubt about it. Freeman. It's got to be then
2: De Niro, Freeman. Douglas. Yeah, Maybe Doug. Would, yeah.
1: yeah. And then Klein, I mean. Mary
0: Steenburgen in that?
2: I thought she was. Probably. She always yeah. gets those checks.
1: Like, you
0: still look pretty good. Yeah, Come she on, always yeah. works.
2: Yeah. She was like, 30-year-olds would still do you?
0: <laughs> and they probably would. And Travis does it. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so what are we thinking?
2: I, yeah, I say 20% for Las Vegas.
1: Um,
0: I'll say 30.
3: 13%. 46%. Wow, that's generous. That's, that's very generous. I mean,
0: I,
1: it was entertaining, but, you know. Was Turtle in that? Jerry Ferrar, I, can't, I our, can't remember. I'm sure he. Man, guy
0: from Entourage. I know. feel like he was. I feel like I've seen half of that movie by accident or something.
2: I just want if somebody can point me to a podcast or a blog where they break that down. How how it's those marquee dirty... celebrities do such a who say yes to such an awful it's concept a in film.
0: Not so dirty secret, or not so. It's a dirty not so secret. Yeah, it's probably like people probably get it. Like yeah, that's what you do.
2: How you, how do you draw that up to scale? Like I just wanted like, that has to be planned out and it. Like, you look at your schedule in January and you go, all right, you're trying to make how much? All right, well, you can do this shitty ass movie here for two weeks in Vegas. You can go. They're actually
0: up. filming uh, the sequel in Hawaii, and Dr. Ed landed a part. Nice. Uh, and that's why he's headed there. Smart. Hmm. He's going to play the veterinarian.
2: Smart. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see who has a smarter plan him or Sandler. Sandler. Sandler's just got the...
0: Because now Sandler's still young enough, he can tour and go have fun and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. I'm telling you, Sandler was hoodwinking us all the whole time. Eddie Murphy may have been on the same path. You know what, They the, those two? Absolutely. Yeah, they bank it. Now, 10 generations of their family are going to be fine. Sandler's they, like,
2: you idiots are going to go see this on the road? Hell, I'll go on the road yeah. then.
0: I'm not going to suffer trying to make amazing comedies. There's, <laughs> there's a formula. I'll knock it out. Netflix will keep my pockets lined. And then I'll make something cool here and there. Damn. We were born in the wrong era. Or we're just not that good. <laughs> uh, Dr. Ed, Probably that one. anything we need to know coming up for the for the clinic or Gateway Pet Guardians, anything? I'll say this. At Happiest Hour this Thursday, we're going to have a lovely dog brought by the Young Professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians. So if you want to meet a dog at 6 o'clock at Sophie's, come on by.
1: Yeah, and then uh, roast after that.
0: Roast is in the Grove at, at, eight. at uh, 8 o'clock yeah. at Atomic Cowboy. Yeah. And then if you want to go to the Hill, Gastro Pit kicks off at 8.30. You could easily go to all three.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be real close to the Atomic Cowboys.
3: Let's make make it happen. Yeah.
0: All right. Dr. Ed will be there. Uh, Chris Gardner, anything for you, sir, we need to hit? Nah, nah. Okay. For Travis, for Dr. Edmund Yako, for Mr. Gardner, I'm Chris Edmund. We're live tomorrow at 8 a.m. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you then. Base! Maybe, if I remember to start the stream. Oh, Jesus, help us. Epstein didn't kill himself.